Hey everyone, it's time to get saucy with Victoria and Alex. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Lost in the Bravo Sauce. We have a special guest with us today, um, Blocked by Jax is her inter Instagram account, so we're excited to have her. Um, Jen, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. We're so excited to have you. I remember like following you as like one of the first Bravo, you know, like meme accounts and recap accounts that I did when I, you know, joined Instagram. So it's, we're very happy to have you. Um, just to let you guys know, if you haven't listened to us before, uh, it's Victoria and Alex here. We are two girls living in New York City during a pandemic. We just started our Bravo podcast and Bravo Instagram account at Lost in the Bravo Sauce. Um, so basically we're here just for everything Bravo. <laughs> okay, so to start us off, Jen, do you want to tell us a little bit about your account? How did you grow your following? How did you start your account? So my friend and I started it in February, and it was just kind of a joke. I was like on February break, and I was really bored. I had the week off, and so it was like pre-pandemic, so all my friends were like actually at work and had no one to hang out with. <laughs> so my friend and I, she's like, let's make a Bravo meme account, like for fun, whatever, and then I went back to work the next week and kind of just like neglected it. And then all of a sudden it just got like 50 followers and then 100 and then like 200 and it just kept growing and it was super quick. And it was like, Oh my God, now I have to like do this too. And then the pandemic happened. I was like, this is perfect timing. Like I have all the time in the world now to make right. games all day and like summer happened. So I wasn't working. So, um, I kind of just grew off that. I can't really tell you how we got a following. I just, like, I, there was nothing in particular that we did. It just kind of organically grew. Um, but it's been really fun, so I love doing it. How long have you been watching Bravo? I've been watching Bravo, oh, my God, I'm, like, 30 years old, probably, like, six or seven years. And New Jersey was, like, my first exposure interesting was it a table flip that was like the first season that you watched no it was um my friend was watching it we were like really hung over in her bed and we like couldn't move and she put it on and it was like when melissa and Teresa were fighting and like melissa was brand new and still had like her old face and shit and like <laughs> she was um and i was watching it with her and i was like who are these people that's a like, great season to uh be introduced to them and she was just like, okay, well, that's Melissa. And, like, that's her sister-in-law. And, that. and she, like, told me everything. And then I just got into it. And then she's like, oh, my God, if you loved that, you have to watch New York. And then I was like, and now OC. And, that, and then it just, just spiraled from there. It's kind of on a world of its own. So who, what, was, what would be your ranking for your top Housewife franchise if you would do top three? Oh, my God. This is so hard because I think New York will always be my number one favorite. Right. Um, I feel like they just consistently are amazing. Like, there's never really an episode where you're like, oh, my God, that sucked. Or a season where you're like, that was awful. Like, they need to shake it up. Like, um, but Potomac is really creeping up at a close second. And I never once thought that New York would have, like, competition in my heart as the favorite. <laughs> but, like, now they do. And uh, I think my third would be, I guess, Jersey. Probably. You and I have the exact same one, two, three. Why not? <laughs> I think I, I personally, I think Jersey may be my number one. But I agree. I just started watching Potomac, and I don't know if it was a sleeper or if it was always this good, but it's 
been like the highlight of my the highlight of my week the best way to end my Sunday like I, I couldn't yeah like we just started her on season five and she recapped season four like right before this aired and I was like people sleep on it but it's probably one of the it's best franchises so good. I've had so many people DM me and be like I watched Potomac because you talk about it all the time and I can't believe that I ever there was ever a time where I wasn't watching this and I always tell everyone like skip season one you don't have to do that you're going to go to season one and be like, why the fuck is she telling me to watch this? Like, it's boring. Right. But I, everyone's, like, obsessed with it when they finally eventually watch. And I like, just want to tell everyone, I'm like, just watch it. Like, they need their ratings. They want, like, it to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the one thing that's interesting about Potomac recently is how they've taken down, like, the fourth wall. And the producers have been on pretty much the last couple of episodes. And we kind of, you know, have actually seen that it is a real show and there are producers all around where obviously sometimes you're watching and you know you can tend to kind of forget so do you have any thoughts on that um you know if you think other other franchises if that's something they should do if you think it's cool or if you prefer to keep it kind of like a show so i think that potomac has like the best editors and production team out of everybody like the things that they choose to put in and the way that they handle all the situations I think are just amazing like last night watching like three huge men try and like pry Monique off of Kansas's hair was just like insane and then I feel like usually with Bravo they'll really kind of stop it at the fight and show like everyone's reaction after I love that we went into that room with Monique where she was like basically in like isolation like in a prison or right. something like in this room and she's like yelling at them and like you kind of saw how they separate them i feel like we never really got to see that like one just like disappears all the time like all of a sudden and then um you see the women talking about it but i and then like she ran out of the room and they're all chasing her like i thought that was incredible and i really wish that they would all do that yeah we definitely need to get into that because that was a pivotal moment i said to alex we were watching it together and i was like i've never seen the most calm fight of my life be so intense like they just edited it perfectly and like Ashley going to the bathroom and coming back like that wasn't staged like that was legit and Monique must be in the running for the toughest hand grip of all time because that woman did not let go of her hair for like at least five minutes I can't believe Kansas still has hair like and that it just wasn't like completely bald when she came up because that was insane. No, and I don't know if it's a testament to like either your account or someone else who posted it. And it was like her like weave or extension line. I was like, that must be some like legit extensions. <laughs> I know, that's like some great marketing too. Right there. Like, look how great they are. <laughs> yeah, we immediately thought of Danielle Stobbs hair pull, like with the clumps of hair coming out. Oh my god. I and know. she like ran out of the like, pause fashion show. Like Claire's extensions. I <laughs> <laughs> exactly so I'm like that was good branding and marketing for her <laughs> that was good branding and that's why I think like having the producers pop on adds like a new element of drama right because if you think about like the fights on scary island or like the old fights on orange county like where Tamara is like uh ends up throwing the wine into Gina's face and like all this stuff like imagine if, if the producers came in and like I would just like to have seen like the after the aftermath of all that stuff happening and what the oh, producers I know. And, like done. what they're saying to them and all these things like and just like with Michael I think that was last week right mm -hmm. when he broke the fourth wall also yes. I was like I don't want to talk about this anymore and I think it was also just so great because like 
yeah, he didn't want that aired and he didn't want to talk about it anymore. But, like, too fucking bad. It's going to be on TV. That's your like, job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You deal with it. <laughs> right. And what about Giselle's dad, how he thought that he was that taking was the mic so off? That was so funny. <laughs> that was, like, the like, pivotal, like, that was, like, the dad thing to do. And it was great. He, he like, like did a thing. good job acting, I think. But then we saw the truth when he tried to get off oh, the mic. Oh, And the like, shadiest... The shadiest bitch of all is uh, T'Challa. Like, the editors. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they had some fun with him. <laughs> I know. It was funny. I know. I, I We saw something posted today that Monique was, is only going to be filming with the women for the next episode, and then she's I not. I, I don't know how that's. Or she's not, like, on the trip. She's not doing any more group events. And, like, Giselle and Candace, like, refused to film with her. Right. And to me, that means she's off for the next season because we see it so many times when other housewives refuse to film, like, that person's gone. Right. And I wonder if it's even her refusing to film or they just, like, won't be with her. I know. I, I think like it's it more of the be, latter. Right. I feel like it's Giselle and Candace being, like, if she's there, then we're not. Right. And it's so funny because we see other situations in other housewife franchises that are, like, ten times worse. Like, to me, like... This wasn't that bad. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just interesting. That's all. I know. I feel kind of bad for her, though, to be, like, ostracized like that. Though. For a really hair pull. What? For a hair pull. I know. I feel like we've seen a lot of physical assault on the show right. um, in Bravo world. And I feel like the aftermath has never been this intense where... They're like, okay, now you're not going to be on the trip. Now you're not going to do this. And, like, with Portia, um, like, people were talking a lot about the reunion and, like, what happened. Right. And, like, this is, like, yeah, it was her hair. I mean, she was, no one was bleeding. I'm not, like, condoning violence in any way. But, like, I think it could have gotten a lot worse. Like, Ramona threw broke it, like, glass at somebody and, like, cut her lip. Kristen like, Takeman, right, in the Berkshire right. trip. <laughs> Yeah, like, that, was, that was iconic. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the ostracizing does kind of make me upset, too. And I'm not, like, a peace and love, you know, everyone hold hands kind of person. But, if, I mean, we saw it with Denise and um, um, on Beverly Hills this past season. Like, she definitely was ostracized. The whole story was about her, you know. And I, her opinion, I think everyone's opinion of her changed you know she came on basically a totally different person in her second season and now she's off the show so right it kind of makes me sad especially because I liked Monique I liked Denise and makes me sad to see people leave you know I know like they did that to Lisa Vanderpump too like she just kind of vanished from the show and then we all knew she was gonna leave yeah I have a theory that if they don't bring in someone for Kyle next year to be her ally that she's gonna be the one they target next I hope so me too that is all i want <laughs> well any thoughts on potentially having caitlin jenner as a castmate and christian um, and chris jenner was obviously in the ring like i have nothing against caitlin jenner or chris jenner i think that chris jenner is really amazing tv i think she's really funny i don't watch keeping up with the kardashians but just like on social media and things i do see i think she's really funny but i am so sick of like well-known people coming onto the show. I miss like the rareness and like, I mean the rawness of like a nobody coming on and they're just like a rich housewife. No one knows who they are because I feel like the people who come on like Lisa Rinna and Denise and people like that um, who are already kind of like famous, I guess, when they come on, 
they're just like so closed off and so afraid of anything negative happening and I feel like they don't really show like their real life like there's so much about Lisa Rinna we've heard in the press and things that have never been shown on the show exactly and I think we said it a few episodes ago like we need someone who's gonna bleed for the show like Sutton could have been that because no one really knows who she is so you need someone who has no celebrity status who wants to be famous otherwise people like just will come in yell at you punch you throw wine glass at you like and just like wreak havoc because and but that's like what the issue is with the beverly hills ladies and that's why i don't want like caitlin jenner to come on or chris jenner to come on or i think they were talking about like kathy hilton also oh no i don't want someone to come on who's going to be who's already famous and doesn't need that and doesn't have to really work for it and I just don't care of like, if I want you to show everything. I don't want you to hide or be embarrassed or think like people are going to think negatively about you. We need someone who doesn't care. Right. I wish we could have someone like an Adrian Maloof again, because although she didn't get too much into her personal life, um, she obviously, every, everyone knows the name and she obviously has a ton of money and she had the family and she did tell us about her life and whatnot. And right. I kind of like want somebody like that. All apart. Yeah, exactly. Who a person who we know, but isn't necessarily a famous person and who has like an obscene amount of wealth, because obviously we like to watch that, how she took everyone on her private plane places and (laughs) it made for good TV. But I'm glad about her, though. I'm glad that her ex-husband kind of became the breakout star with Terry Dubrow because I love (laughs) Botched. And I think he's the two of them together are hysterical. So I'm glad that he kind of, yeah, he pivoted nicely. You did, but like I think about Caitlyn Jenner, and like I remember when she got her own show. It was like right after she first transitioned, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna like watch her life now." It was so boring. Yeah, like all she does is golf and like talk about being a Republican. Like that's really it. Yeah, I honestly forgot that she had a show. So it was so boring. <laughs> like she could just can't. I, and, like, the thing is, I don't – it's nothing against her. I mean, but she's, like, older. She doesn't want to go out. Right. I think she's in her drunk. 70s. Yeah. So, <laughs> I agree. I, I don't think that – I don't know if people just put that in the press to kind of, like – I think it's, like, a shock value thing. Like, the first trans – like, that thing, kind right. of. Which I think would be great and a nice right. – you know, it will be a nice oh, yeah. touch and add diversity to the shows. But I think we just need – someone that's not I her. almost would accept like Paris Hilton being on it because that's someone who like may not show much but I would love to know more about right and like I know they were talking about Caitlyn Jenner's like friend or girlfriend I'm not really sure what she is to her but like I feel like if they were gonna have one of them it just would need to be her and not like you and then Caitlyn would just obviously be on it periodically because they're friends or whatever they are but I just don't need like someone like that famous already coming on and then everyone like trying to like suck up to her and be like her friend because like exactly right they have to do something to save beverly hills so they have i guess they have some time now to figure out their plan (laughs) hopefully they're working hard on it i really hope so because they need to work overtime on that one so how are um how are your thoughts on, on the past season on the past season of new york city so I really liked it. I thought that um, I loved Bethany. So I thought I was going to go into this season and, like, miss her immediately and just, like, pine for her the whole time. But um, I really enjoyed Leah a lot. 
Agreed. I love we love Leah. Like she's exactly what they needed because um, I think Bethany was really the only other person to kind of challenge Ramona and challenge the other, like the OGs. And she came in and like didn't care and said what she wanted to say. And um, Dorinda, I think, made me sad this season though. I like loved her. I thought she was so funny and she's given us so many iconic lines and she was just so mean this season and like not in a funny way and watching her I was just kind of like okay someone just like end her misery right now and just get her off the show because this is hard to watch. I completely agree and Victoria her opinions are (laughs) slightly different but (laughs) though I am sad she's gone but I'm not that upset about it the one thing I am upset about is the fact that we're not going to have any more weekends at the Berkshires because that adds so much drama and that's you know, fun element around the holidays. She did Halloween events, Christmas events. So I am going to miss that. I'll miss the Berkshire house more than I'll miss her. Russo Manor. I was legit depressed when they announced it. It was a Tuesday. And <laughs> I was like, I kept calling out. I was like, oh my God, I'm just so sad. Like, it almost like didn't hit me when you're like, okay, like, yeah, she's being horrible this season. But like, I just feel as though like it's the same thing, right? With the Candace hair pull. Like, I've seen it worse on so many other seasons and I'm like, this is who we choose to fire. I would rather have seen Ramona go, right. but it is what well, it is. <laughs> how would you compare her to Kelly Dodd? Because I stopped watching the OC last season because Kelly Dodd, I, f- I found, was so toxic in the way that Dorinda was this past season. But for some reason, it didn't bother me as much as Kelly Dodd, you know, kind of bothered me. Right. I feel like Kelly, um, well, I feel like Dorinda, deep down, is like a good person and she has good intentions and like while I'm sad she's gone like I'm more sad that the old version of her is not going to be on the show anymore like if she was going to come back next season and be how she was this season like I don't want to deal with her but I miss I'm like mourning the old Dorinda I think with Kelly is that like she's always been a piece of shit and she's always said really ignorant stupid things yeah and so that's why I feel like with her like she's like people really don't like her and they have a lot less patience for her than they would like the others and she can kind of get to you a little more than like Dorinda would because we know how Dorinda really is and like I know her or something but like I know <laughs> like from what we've seen before no like exactly Kelly, like Kelly her first season came in like calling everyone like the c word like you're and like you're a dumb bitch I like you're ugly you're fat you're stupid like she just kind of came in like that and really never stopped. She, I feel like she's never had an endearing moment where you're like, oh, okay. And, like, I've actually met her before, and she was so nice. Really? And then deep in, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, like what am, you're gonna, I'm going to walk away, and you're going to be like, ew, that girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think that's what's hard. It's, like, because I do agree that Kali Dodd is, like, controversial, and that's being nice stating that. But I think that she makes for, like, really good TV. Because I think that OC has been horrible these past, I would say, three seasons. Like, it's been, like, dire. And, you know, I am happy to see Vicky go. I think she was becoming, like, the grandma of the group. And she did so much. We'll We'll always respect her. Tamara, I don't know if it was her time, but I understand why they did what they did. But I'm really curious as to what's going to happen with this season. I think we're going to see more of Emily. Gina's going to have a new man, but like, I don't know if that's going to contribute much to her storyline. Um, and then I think we have a few newbies, but I think it'll be interesting with COVID and Shannon and all that stuff. Or what about the current, um, have you seen any 
um, of the Brawin rumors. Oh my god, I saw like what her daughter wrote. Like she posted an Instagram picture, and the caption was like "fuck you, mom." Oh, I did not even see that. that I just meant yesterday. the separation. Yeah, oh that's. I mean, I'm sure they're it's related, but <laughs> oh, like this was like after her mom had that her mom Bronwyn had um posted that story or that post being like if you need like help for co-parenting for divorced parents like come listen to my live or whatever and then I heard um and like I don't know I feel like her is his name Sean her husband yeah and then um I feel like their marriage has always been a little weird like she talked about how they were separated at one point because she cheated and like they have an open marriage and whatnot so I feel like something happened there yeah. But then I saw someone sent me her daughter's post yesterday, and it was just, like, a picture of the daughter, the older one. I forget her name. Rowan or something? And the was just, like, fuck off, mom. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then she got rid of the caption and turned all of her comments off, like, an hour later. Wow. Interesting. Well, hopefully some of that, you know, is actually revealed in the season, and then I'll I actually know. be an avid watcher again. I know. Me, too. I really hope that there's like we get to watch that and it's not all just happening right now and like they're done filming <laughs> like, i know i think it'll be interesting i thought it was emily and shane getting divorced but i did too yeah she said it no it's wrong one and i was like all right we'll see it's just so crazy because haven't they been together since they were like 15 or something and they have like that little child i think their youngest is like three if yeah, i think they have really nine little, children yeah. yeah so that's really interesting and i think plus did you see um, the trailer for Southern Charm was released last week? Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for Southern Charm. So I, when I heard Southern Charm was coming back, I was like, okay, they're missing everybody. Yes. It's going to suck. It's going to be stupid. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm actually kind of excited again. Yeah, that's exactly what I said to her when it came out. I'm like, actually, I'm like really ready to watch this. Like, I know. Like I was, I like was about to press play and I was like, oh, this gonna be so boring (laughs) and then I was like oh my god they're like actually calling Catherine out they're doing all this other stuff um the only thing I just really don't care for is like Madison and Austin's whole saga I know it's boring I don't think they're together I think they're always on and off from what I see on Instagram but I'm interested to know the new guy. I, I'm blanking on his name, but I think he has kids. So I think that'll be an yes. interesting dynamic. Well, the facial hair, right? Yes, he was cute too. He is cute. And I think that she's gorgeous. Like regardless of what you think of her, I think she's like very naturally Yeah, she's pretty. really pretty. So I don't know why she ever liked Austin. I she's know. like 10 times hotter than him. <laughs> but And then like Shep and his girlfriend, who literally looks like she's 20 (laughs) no no I think she just graduated college like I think she's 22 or 23 she's like real but then the thing is she looks even younger compared to him yeah like (laughs) when I saw her I was like she's 18 like she's really young looking and when they're together it looks a little odd but I know and I'm excited for the new cast member too the female because I think she's gonna call a lot of people out and add um add some good diversity to the cast yeah it looks like she's talking to Catherine about like that emoji like the monkey emoji yes. she used to that woman that time and like Catherine's like yeah. I know we were you're about Thomas's new baby too like yeah can't wait to hear about that <laughs> that should be very juicy he apparently has a private Instagram now and he posted a picture of the new baby and Ashley commented on it and was like I'm into younger men can you set me up and I was like cringe <laughs> yeah 
Not okay. She's like probably dead serious too. So. Honestly, probably. But yeah, I think it'll be a good season. I'm ready for that. Um, and also, just talking about your name, so I want to touch like briefly on Obviously, you're referring to Jax Taylor, right? In your uh, Instagram yes. handle. And did he actually block you? He has actually blocked me. <laughs> um, Brittany actually blocked me before he did, though. So. Interesting. I feel like there's a bit of a roster of how many people he's blocked so far. I feel like oh that's Oh, my God. Frequent. I can't even imagine how many. It must, like, I don't even think there's a way to ever figure that out because it's just so high, the number. Yeah. He said, I think I was like, on Watch What Happens Live, like, yeah, I just block everyone. Oh, my God. That's why, because I was looking at him, and I was on my personal account, and um, I was like, I feel like he doesn't have that many followers compared to the rest. He only has, like, a little over a million. Oh, interesting. And I was like, oh, well, he just blocks everybody. So, <laughs> like, he can't have that many followers. For every, like, million followers he has, he probably has, like, four million blocked, so... Are you excited for them to have a boy and then Stassi and Lala are having girls? Oh, my God. I thought he was going to have a girl. I really did. I Part of me thought they were all going to have girls. Um, I will say I've never been so happy to be blocked in my entire life that I don't have to see all of this <laughs> like, all day all over my story. And, like, and then people send it to me. I get like people sent me the gender reveal. I probably got like over 100 messages oh my last gosh. night. And I was like, I know. Like, <laughs> But, um, but I also appreciate it because I know people know I can't see it. But um, I think it's funny because I think Jax actually could be one of those dads that's, like, competitive with their own child. Oh, of course. And The number one like, guy in the group. Oh, yeah. And, like, he, I think he's going to really struggle with the attention now being on the baby over him. Exactly. And I honestly think he's going to cheat. And I think his excuse is going to be, like, I don't The Michael get Darby excuse? The yeah, the Michael Darby. <laughs> like, you're always with the baby. I get, like, nothing. I know. It's, it's, so it's like, crazy. I'm so sorry. I know. Like, now, oh. imagine if they all had a spinoff show of them as new parents. I think before Stassi was canceled, they might have. Bravo might have offered that to them. I think if... I agree. I think if she didn't do what she did that that could have been a possibility right because it could have been like the kardashian effect almost like i know you mentioned how you don't watch and i don't really watch either but i remember sort of they kind of were on like a downward slope and then they all started having a bunch of children and started to bring in a lot of viewers right. again and it kind of like totally revamped them so i wonder if they they could have, have a chance with did that. you watch um the tamron interview that she had and then had her I she clapped like, back highlights of it um, I thought she looked so uncomfortable, but I was, like, happy about that. I was, like, I don't want her to come in, and this is, like, easy breezy, like, oh, let me just talk my way out of this. So I was happy. Um, I know that Stassi said she felt caught off guard by a lot of it. Yes. And then I saw, like, Tamron Hall's statement after that, and she was, like, I had a list of things I wasn't allowed to bring up. And she was, like, and I didn't bring up any of them. Like, Yeah, I saw that, too. And it's kind of, like, what we do for, like, you know, people who come on, like, you obviously are like have a gist of the questions that are going to be asked. Like you, that you know the reason why you're going on that show. Right. I think it was respectable that Tamron didn't bring up the other things that she said in the past. And for her to say that, I mean, yeah, it was uncomfortable, but it wasn't anything bad about the interview that I would have even commented on if I was Stassi. Right, and like you know, you you 
you weren't going on there to talk about your pregnancy or to talk about like your engagement. You were right. going on there to talk about you being a racist. Like, and I feel like her answers also, like when she was like, I'm such a Karen, I know I'm a Karen. I was like, do you think this is funny? Like, I, that's, I feel like she was almost like too jokey about it. And right. And it's kind of funny because both of our moms are named Karen. That's so funny. And so we, at least we both kind of separately explained it to them and they both feel like targeted. And it's just like. Oh my God, what a time to be named Karen. Yeah, I know. And then they came out the mask for Halloween too. And the woman has blonde hair and blue eyes. And both our moms have blonde hair and blue eyes. Oh my God, that is so funny. It just, yeah. it, it just hits home. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us a little bit about your most controversial opinions on Bravo. So my most controversial opinions on Bravo, so I got a lot of um, comments about this the other day. I have like loved Sheena since day one. And I made like a meme when, um, like the other day when all that stuff was happening with like Lala on her. Right. And when we found out like Brittany and Jax were also pregnant and like, when you think about it now, like, Lala's really going to have to carry the next season. Oh, yeah, I mean, especially Lala, if she's... Sorry, I meant Sheena, not Lala. Lala is not going to carry... Um, but Sheena's kind of, like, really the only one who's, like, dating and still going out and doing things that we want to watch. Like, I don't need to watch Jackson and Brittany sitting on the couch all day, like, eating corn for, <laughs> like, weeks on end. Um, and then I got... I was surprised by how many people were like, oh my God, she's so annoying. She's like the worst one. I can't, like, she's so whiny. She's so this. And I mean, I feel bad because I think what we what we found out this year is that like Bravo editing has really like fucked with her and fucked her over and just like made her seem a certain way. And one of my good friends is actually like best friends with her and he works at TomTom. Tom. Oh, nice. And they like hang out all the time. And, like, she and like she flew him home for Christmas, like, when he couldn't afford to come home for Christmas. Oh, that's so sweet. He, like, surprised him and, like, bought him, like, a plane ticket back. And just, like, things like that. And he's, like, they're always together, too. So I'm, like, texting, like, are you with Gina? Like, <laughs> and, like, the things they do, like, I was, like, why didn't we see her Vegas show? Why didn't we see her, like, um, freezing her eggs? Like, all this stuff. And I just feel like she's been this typecasted person and I would love for this season for her to finally like break out and be like this character that everybody loves and not this like boy crazy desperado that they like make her seem like yeah. but I don't know I would say like two people agreed with me and like <laughs> 200 in it well you now you have three and I do agree and I think that when that producer went on that podcast and broke down that fourth wall well she was fired but <laughs> um <laughs> I was like justice for Sheena because like at sometimes we do agree with her. Like, of course, that must be hard. Like, all your friends are getting engaged. You're all getting married. Like, and for have editors to, like, do you dirty like that, being, like, you're, like, this, like, simp over, like, this Max kid or Brett or whoever. But um, I actually posted about her her boyfriend, Brock, and he messaged me back and couldn't be sweeter. So I hope Aww. that, yeah, like, he was really nice. He was, like, hopefully soon. He was, like... Um, about getting engaged or something like that when that rumor was going around and I think that he'll have her back and honestly he's a, like a bulky and pretty cute dude so. I think he's super hot yeah <laughs> his he Australian accent hot. yeah so I think that I think she'll have a good season I think I hope producers 
do right by her. I know. I hope they do too. They better now. Like she, my friend was telling me that last season there was um, a moment with her and Lisa like talking about um, I, like Dana and Max and they kept showing um, Sheena say over and over again, like, I'm not jealous. And then it was like, you know how they do like that fade in. Yes. Like, she's like, I'm not jealous. Like we, I'm not jealous. Like, and he said that Lisa asked her like literally 15 times. She was like, are you sure you're not jealous? Like, really, you're not jealous? Because to make her say it, like, a lot of different ways. So they but can they edit it. showed Lisa asking her once, and then they played her. And she was like, why are you keep asking me? Like, no, I'm not jealous. Like, of course. And they just replayed, like, showed all the ways she was saying I'm not jealous and making it seem like she just went on, like, a rampage saying it. I'm not really a Lisa Vanderpump fan. I think, I think there's a little either. bit of shadiness going on I there. I used to be, but... Same, when she first started. Yeah, like in the early seasons, I was like, she's amazing. That's how I wanted to decorate my house, like all white with like glam and like pink peonies everywhere. <laughs> and like swans and like... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, she was cheeky in the beginning too, Lisa. But yeah, after a certain point, like it just became super fake, right? And even like the storylines they had this season, like, oh, Brett training her. I'm like, this is what we're pulling out. Like, this is the storyline. I know. And she's kind of, like, redundant, too, on VPR. Like, they don't really need her either at this point. No. I think she needs them now. I think she needs them, too, like, more than ever. Like, when last season, when she went to their um, softball game, I, like, said to my friend who I was watching it with, I was like, four years ago, she would not be caught dead at their softball game. Like, you couldn't pay her to come and, like, watch this. To, like, any softball game. (laughs) Right. Like, let alone, like, her weight staff's, like, soft, like softball game. No. And the restaurants like, the stands, like... <laughs> the restaurants didn't reopen. Like, I think someone posted that they're reopening soon. But I'm like, that's really weird. And Villa Blanca yeah, isn't like, reopening at all. I know. So. And I don't know what California's numbers have been like, but I'm like, all right, over here, we've been, like, kind of going back out to dinner for a few months at this point. Yeah, like, New York City, I feel like, is the worst, and we are living with rats on the street, and we have outdoor dining. Right, and we have out- and we're, like, going to continue to have outdoor dining now, and, like, I feel like it's weird that they haven't opened yet at all. Yeah, it's very peculiar. I feel like and some it, like, things will come up, out. too. It's not even just, like, locked. It's, like, looks yeah. like an abandoned, like, haunted house. I feel I- bad for Tom and Tom. I don't know what the future of uh, <laughs> Tom Tom is. And they were so excited. I know, and they need it. Yeah. I think we have to see what happens there. Um, okay, but tell us, who is your favorite Bravo celebrity? Sonia, by far. Really? <laughs> She's probably my top three, too. I love her, and I will say I met her once, and she wasn't that nice to me, but I still love her so much. <laughs> really? At, like, BravoCom or just out in the city? So my parents are from – so I grew up in Richfield, Connecticut, and – they have like a playhouse there and they have a lot of shows and stuff. And like one night they did a night with Bravo and it was Teresa, Kelly and Sonia. That's amazing. And I like actually snuck into the meet and greet and like literally like had someone distract like the people I made up this huge lie about like why I needed to be in there. And <laughs> like focus like this poor guy who like definitely didn't have authority to like let me go. 
and like made this excuse and like ended up like sneaking in and getting to meet them that's amazing and Sonia was so blackout so I think that's why she was kind of like standoffish and not really talkative she was kind of like all right next like and what and kind of show was it like a comedy special or yeah it was like they had like a host or whatever and they asked them a questions and like they did a lot of audience questions and the entire time Sonia just shat on Ramona like the entire time the question wouldn't even be about them and she'd be like and Ramona is like and what year was this if I if you remember this was last summer oh wow okay now (laughs) and question do you think that Sonia is going to be able to survive if she's on if she's on episodes without Ramona or do you think that they really are like a good tag team together or could she handle it on her own so I would say, if you asked me this, like, four seasons ago, I would say she needed Ramona. I think now, I mean, Ramona treats her like shit. She does. And I feel like Sonia's, like, her best self when Ramona's, like, not around. Heather Thompson she, said that exact statement in season yeah, five. Yeah, like, I feel like she gets along better with everybody when Ramona's not around. And it's kind of like, like, they're, like, twins, but, like, the good one and, like, the bad one. And I think Sonia could definitely be there without Ramona and the thing I love about Sonia is that like she had like she's so funny and she's so great to watch without being part of the drama right because she self-deprecates herself but it's hysterical right it's like so endearing too and like you watch her like blackout at a party and you're not like oh my god like look at her it's like funny and you're like oh it's Sonia yeah like she means no harm to anyone she's not insulting anyone like when they went to Atlantic City she was like I party with John John Kennedy and they're like snatch guard like we we miss that Sonia right right and like she's never mean and she's never like even when she's blackout and like they all act mean and the next day they apologize and everyone moves on like she never has those moments where she's like so horrible to her friends like and she was so nice to Barb last year too and like everyone was mean to her like and she's she's just so nice and I feel like she's one of those people who really could be on the show like forever she's just always gonna be fun and she's always reinventing herself too you know she hasn't done anything like drastic the last couple of seasons but she has throughout you know the last eight years or so from her divorce and all her dating to the toaster to the clothing line. Like, we have seen a lot of progress, and sometimes I think that's what keeps the housewives interesting, you know? But I will right. say she wasn't that nice to uh, – she wasn't that friendly to Leah in the beginning. The tattoo comments. Because and, of Ramona, I, though, I feel I like think. that was because of Ramona. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because like, Ramona was like, we hate tattoos. Like, right now, like – yeah, I, think, she, I feel like when she's with Sonia, it really brings out, like, the worst in her. See, I made this comparison. I think that Ramona's taking the Vicky Gunvalson route of, like, holier than thou, and now all of a sudden, like, we're prude and we need to go out and party with men and make out with them. And I, I just don't know why we're all, like, doing this trajectory when they feel like their time is up. <laughs> I know. And, like, now you're not allowed to, like, curse in front of her or talk about sex or, like... No. It's just not very on brand for her. I'm like, we've been, we've been turtle timing since like season three. Like we're good. I know. (laughs) Like she was getting blackout like last season. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you know, unfair, I think. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about your favorite housewife moments of all time. Okay. So my favorite housewife moments of all time. So my first one is definitely Scary Island. I think that one was just like, 
And I feel bad because I did love this season of New York, but the trip to Mexico was very like, eh. Yeah. And I feel like New York is always known for like going, like any time they leave the city, it's like insane. Like the Berkshires, it's fucking nuts. They go here, it's in Newport, it's like a shit show. Like, um, so I think Scary Island was just, because like, you know how the vacation episodes are always like two or three episodes. Right, like, and they're the best. Scary Island episode was like, oh my god like you cannot make this shit up like and just like when jill came too was like such a great moment i can too. still hear her voice coming into that house in my <laughs> oh mind my to this god. day she's like hello like, and guys. everyone just immediately <laughs> drops like the, oh you my just god. and alex mccord is like covered in hives i mean you just couldn't write that and that's what's great is that it's authentic if that was beverly hills everyone you know with their fake acting and whatnot like it was raw and real they all would be getting glam at that point if that was beverly hills that was amazing (laughs) like so epic and just like kelly with like eating all the candy and like saying weird shit (laughs) like they're all no, we agree. And we were just watching actually their same bar trips right before we hopped on this call with you. And I'm like, this may be the most like top moment of housewife history of all trips of all time. Oh my God. Absolutely. Just the pirate. Like we can't. And like Andy being so shady and having him out with Luana watch what happens live that this year. That was so great. Like that was hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, and I was uh, another question we have for you is um, if you had to bring a housewife back, who would it be? I know Aviva would not be a housewife that I would bring back for sure. Like, and watching her in those episodes, yeah, she's just awful. I would bring back Alex McCord, and I think like when I watched her, um, like at the time, I was like, oh, she's so annoying, like. But now, when I look back, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the way – do you remember that, like, when they were on vacation and she, like, came in? I think it was Morocco and, like – or not Morocco. She wasn't there. Um, no, she was in Morocco. Yeah, was in Morocco when she came, like, storming in. Yes. <laughs> and was like, oh, man. How dare you? Like, she was just so dramatic. And I was also watching an old episode where she went up to Jill at a party and was like, Bethany wanted me to tell you never to speak to her again. <laughs> that was season three. And she broke out in hives at the same time too. But and like Jill was like, like, you don't, you can't believe you just go up to somebody and say that. And she was like, well, Bethany wanted me to tell you. <laughs> I think when Bethany was on Watch What Happens Live this past Thursday, he asked her about that. And she was like, I think I just gave her a whole other season in season four because she said that comment for me. That was like, and I feel like when I watch her now, I'm like, oh my God, those were such great moments that at the time I didn't appreciate them for what they were. And now I'm like, oh my God, could you just imagine her now, like saying to Ramona, like getting in a fight with her and being like, everyone fucking hates you. (laughs) (laughs) No, and Simon, like that would be, he was TV gold. Like the two of them were hysterical. They were so ridiculous. But that's like what I loved. Like they had like that room like the red walls are reminding me like the 50 yes. right like room like in their whole house and like the kids do you remember when her kids were just like eating off mario's plate yeah. <laughs> like, smashing his burger and ramona the eyes were out <laughs> yeah I, I i agree watching that i was like oh they're kind of quirky they're kind of weird because they weren't like you know your typical like housewife and like she definitely was different but now looking back on it yeah (laughs) it was you know great and I I I would have never thought to bring back Alex 
I don't know. She just wasn't on my radar, but I think that's a great, that's a great suggestion. I feel like at the time it was hard to appreciate her because she was just like too much. And now I'm like, oh my God, that's exactly what this show is about. Like being over the top and being like, shit, we can't even, like no producer could write the shit that her and Simon did. No, not at all. Especially when they went to that house in the Hamptons with that weird woman giving them massages. I was like, <laughs> this is TV gold. Like, you can't, you can't write that. Well, they're living in Australia now. Imagine if they did. Well, there is a real Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, but no. I, I feel like she would not fit in with that crew. But it's maybe so she could do her own. I was own. actually looking at her Instagram lately, uh, recently. Her kids are like... They're, so what you thought they would be like... Really? They're older now. Teenagers, right? Yeah, like... One, like, she posted a picture of, like, Johan, I think, or Henri, whichever one of them is the <laughs> older one. And it was, like, he won, like, his chess tournament. Like, it's so, of course. like, what? And he has, like, this big hair, like, big <laughs> hair. <laughs> you know, That's you got to give people props who stay on brand. Oh, I know. I'm like, wow, everything about you was authentic because you are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So who would be your housewife dream team? Okay, so I wrote it down, so I wrote <laughs> But Sonia, Garcelle. That's a good one. Perrin, who I used to not like and now I love. Leah, Dorit, and Portia. Okay. <laughs> that's a good team. That's a, that's, a, that's a contender. I would love to see them on a series together. I know, and I like Stan Dorit now, so I... <laughs> yeah, she was probably one of my favorite parts of this most uh, of this past season of Beverly Hills, I didn't have that many favorite parts, but we definitely saw a different side of her, which I think we mentioned on other episodes. And her glam always brings it, and you know, well, I, I think she'll not be... be able to like stomach watching her. And I feel like with Denise, like she was the only one who was like, "Who cares? It's yeah. not a big deal." No, I agree. I think Garcelle's great. I hope she comes back for another season. She is coming back. Oh, amazing! I like. I don't think she got enough airtime. Like, every time I wanted to see more, I was like, where is it? I don't care about this other drama. I know. I don't think she did either. And, like, I get that she's, like, working and whatnot and, like, actually working. And, I no, I, we needed more of her. She kind of seemed more like the friend while Sutton seemed more like the full-time in this summer when it was the mm-hmm. other way around. But I would love to see more of her. And hopefully, I think maybe they also noticed that. Like, she was barely in it. So I hope producers, like work overtime to make sure she's in it a lot yeah and like give her like more storylines also no I agree I thought her kids were so cute like that her like storyline with her ex-husband and when she had that girls night I thought it was hysterical like that was what I wanted more of and I was so happy when she said to Lisa Reno about like the Chicago thing she was like just let her like have her moment and like yes exactly (laughs) I was like you're saying what everyone's thinking and I remember seeing Dorit's face when she said that she was like like smiling too and I was like everyone's thinking this and you're the only one saying it <laughs> no we have to give her credit um but uh do you do you watch dallas i feel like we never talk about that <laughs> i do like i do watch dallas um do you like it i do like it i feel like it's consistently good it's not like amazing but i never i don't I don't, like, watch it. Like, I watch Beverly Hills where I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, I think um, I think they have their funny moments. I think it helps when their friendships are genuine. I think that's why I enjoy watching Brandy, Brandy and Stephanie. 
they're and then really they're, funny. Yeah, they're like freaking frack, like kind of like an old Phaedra and Portia, how they used to be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it'll be interesting with that Leanne because like she really irked me last season when I was watching. And I love Cam. Cam has really grown on me. I want to be, I want to like, I want to look like her. I don't know if I want to be her. <laughs> <laughs> she's funny with like her pink dog food. and she's... Yeah, I think she's loosened up last season. I think she'll be hopefully a little bit even looser this season because like now season one was tough for now me. Now that Leanne's gone too. That yes, exactly. Are you excited for Salt Lake City? I am. I am excited. I think it'll be juicy. All new, like totally fresh batch of women. We don't know anything about any of them. Totally new city. I remember when they said it was Salt Lake. This is so random. (laughs) um, But I think it's going to be really good. I think it's kind of funny how big religion is playing a part, like in the trailer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> it will definitely add a different component to it, which I think is, you know, it's a good shake right. up. I'm like, will they like be drinking a lot? I don't know. But... It seems like they will. I feel like they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't right. cast people who didn't necessarily drink because. Or just imagine someone's just like so crazy. They don't even need to drink. They're just like. Yeah, because you have like <laughs> Marge from New Jersey and she doesn't drink, but like she has a personality and she can bring right. the drama. Oh, I love her. <laughs> Same. She's so cute, and her face looks amazing. I don't know what she got done, yeah, but it looks really, really good. Yeah, I know. They're getting, like, awesome work done this year. Imagine if there was a Bravo special that was all on plastic surgery. <laughs> I would oh literally God, I love know. that. Some before and after Tinsley photos. like she got her facelift at the reunion. Oh, but for she's sure. so young. She's not. She's, like, 45. But, I mean... I mean, Ramona's getting a facelift, and she's in her 60s. Anyway, I just want to know what everyone's getting done. I want to know what they're doing. I want to plan to do it. It was just like, I got a facelift. I got this. (laughs) Yeah, I think someone on Dumois spotted her last night getting dinner with, like, a handsome older gentleman. I'm like, was it Rocco? Yeah. (laughs) But it's kind of funny. In the city, I went to inquire about a few things and I didn't know which doctor to go to because there's so many in the city and I don't know so I went to Ramona her her doctor Dr. Sharon Geezy you know who's on a few of the episodes over the past couple yeah. of years and I was like well she was like how did you hear about me and I was like honestly the show I don't know where else to go no one's <laughs> ever said that to her before uh, she didn't seem too surprised to be honest but oh my, I was gonna say there's no way that people have not gone in there and been like Oh, I heard about you from, like, Real Housewives. Right, right. Yeah, that's why she used to be on it. I'm sure they get their, like, whatever discounted or something like that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But I'm here to support Housewives through and through. <laughs> they're doctors, they're friends, they're products. <laughs> you got Dr. Bill Eden. True, true. But, uh, yeah, so do you have any, any final thoughts on Bravo? Anything, you know, you'd like to tell our listeners final thoughts? Um. Well, one thing I'm really excited for tonight is the Malia and Sandy watch what happens live. I hope they beef. Like I don't, I, I don't want them to go on and be like, "Oh, we're all good now." Like, no, I want like to be that, drama. And if, I don't think if they will. Sandy gives lets them off easy. I'm going to be so mad. Like yeah. I want them to go in guns blazing. Like, <laughs> why are you like this? Why do? You, and I want Malia, even though I can't stand her. Like, why the fuck did you tell everyone I'm gay when I'm not? Like, yeah, that was I mean, so weird. They have to bring it up if they pick them as guests together. They have to. There's no way. They have to. And they I think, to. I then if they don't, I think we'll know it's all production behind the Hannah situation, the oh, Kiko totally. situation. We were devastated when Kiko left. I know. 
Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to stay up for this, and I'll tell you, like, on a school night, me, like, I fall asleep at 10.01, like, after whatever show is on. Right. I'm going to stay up till 10.30, and if I am up till 10.30 and nothing happens, I'm going to be really pissed. Like Heather <laughs> Thompson, a, 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 uh, insinuating she's coming back, and then she's like, I have a podcast. I was like, really? Cool. <laughs> so does fucking everybody. Like, wow. Yeah, pretty much. You and this, an app and spoke on it. Like this episode is going to air a week late, but for us now, Bethany's podcast comes out tomorrow on the 29th. So I'm excited oh, to listen to that. It? Yeah, and Dorinda's on her, so first guest. So I'm hoping oh no God, NDAs I'm were not. signed. <laughs> oh my god, I'm excited. Yeah. Also, did you watch the new show, Girl Talk, or it's with? I watched Hannah? it last night. Yeah. How was Chatter? it? Um, it was good. It's funny because um. Like, Portia was definitely the biggest personality out of the four of them. Um, and it, I was excited because I really like Hannah from the Summer House. We love Hannah. And I feel like she, like, never got a chance to really speak. <laughs> like, she was, like, with Giselle, Portia, Kate Chastain. Like, I feel like she was kind of the underdog. And, like, I feel like Summer House doesn't have as big of a following as, like, the Real Housewife shows or even Below Deck. Um, like, people watch it, but she's not, like, this Bravo. Like, when you think of Bravo, you don't think of Hannah Burner. Right. But I really love her. And I was excited to hear her take on everything. She was just kind of, like, pushed to the back. And, like, <laughs> Portia was the one who was like, wow, like, all night. But they actually all said that um, they watched Stasi's interview, and they all think she's, like, full of shit and happy she's gone. And we have to watch. Maybe we'll watch it before we watch Below Deck but Portia tonight. said it. She was like, I'm over that bitch. Like... <laughs> too little too late she's not genuine she's not like yeah no I agree and I love Giselle but I agree with you when you think of Bravo you think of Housewives like they're gonna get my top seat you know and then Kate Hannah is really funny which is why I think they put her on that show and I think she's hysterical and I love her but like Portia is a huge personality Giselle is a huge personality even Kate Chastain was kind of like not the main speaker but it was really like Portia and Giselle like <laughs> I sort of found the grouping to be odd. Like out of the four of people odd. that were picked, I thought it was kind of random. I think Kate's really funny, but Kate's snarky. Like she has like one liners that are hysterical and it works on below deck. But I thought like if they had like maybe Paige and Hannah, and it seems like they're such a duo, right. like maybe they would have had like more input. Right. I feel like Portia is definitely like what you think of more when you think of traditional Bravo people. Right. And it almost seemed like her show. Like when the, it started, she was like, hey guys, like welcome to like chat room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, here are my other people, like Giselle. We'll Kate, definitely like, have to oh, watch. Her, oh, Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you in the corner. <laughs> you know, and Hannah was just kind of like, and it was funny because they all said like where they were quarantining from and Hannah was like talking and they just like totally talked over her like oh my gosh that's funny well hopefully she like, finds her I don't even know who she is to be completely honest like probably not Portia like from Atlanta they, they don't get the concept of like the right. city to the Hamptons and they're not like like they know other housewives I don't think they really talk to like Kyle and Amanda and like <laughs> no definitely not <laughs> But thank you again so much for coming on. We had so much fun talking to you. Me too. Um, please follow Jen at blocked underscore by underscore Jax. Did I get that right? Yes. yes. Um, you have the most funniest stories when you're like watching the TV show. I always like look at yours and like the oh, little like you. bubbles you put in their mouth are hysterical. Oh, thanks. Oh, 
I'll do it tonight too. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, and thanks guys for listening. Again, follow us at Lost in the Bravo Sauce and have an awesome week. We'll talk to you soon.